I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, lead analyst at Free Dawkins on YouTube, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Man, I really don't have a ton. This is just a random, what, Tuesday pod. Uh, we're a couple weeks out. I guess three or four weeks. I was emailing with somebody uh, in the organization yesterday, and it's like, dang, we're like under a month from media day and all that stuff Dang. it's crazy or or close yeah we're right at it for the most part but um something we haven't mentioned on this podcast in, in a while and i was actually looking this up the other day because I'm, I'm gonna try to get to it but dirk's celebrity tennis game is coming mm. up uh not really a game it's like a host of uh different matches and different celebrities come in for it's, it Steve. it's the is ben stiller there memorial <laughs> tournament uh, but yeah, it's at SMU every year and, uh, it's on September 15th, which is a Sunday this year. So, um, anyway, I want to say there's still tickets for it, but, uh, if you can make it out to it, it's such a chill, fun event. The place isn't super big. So like wherever you set, you're going to be pretty, uh, close to the players for the most part. And, uh, Steve Nash is playing in it this year and uh, a couple other tennis legends and people, a lot of uh, Mavs players usually try to get out to it. And um, yeah, it's just a fun event. And uh, I think I'll be at it too. So maybe I could meet up with some of y'all. There we go. The Dirk tennis classic. Yeah. Go to it, get some tickets, support it. It's cool that he, uh, he's still putting it on and doing it. September 15th. Tickets are on sale. Now I'm on maps.com looking at it. Maps.com. The newly, rejuvenated Mavs.com Steve Nash Um, other people Dirk will be there no way Uh, Dirk's wife Jessica has played in in the past and she's really good at tennis so uh, you need to go watch her play tennis too there you go you can go watch her play and you can watch Isaac play as well in a celebrity game I no, I do not play uh, tennis Um, I enjoy yeah I'm not very good at tennis it's okay. I like ping pong. Is That's that like, close? It's, uh, it's close as in, like, as far as foosball as soccer, I guess. Okay. I'm down for ping pong. Which, by the way, I'm I'm really enjoying that we picked an EPL team. I'm glad that it was Chelsea. They're like, an yeah. up, as I've learned more about them, they're like an up-and-coming team with, like, really young players. They have this youth movement going on. Very excited about it. I'm loving the London is Blue podcast. Just very much enjoying getting into the EP. I woke up early on Saturday to watch them. I never thought in a million years. You told high school Isaac that, hey, yeah. you're going to get up at 6.30 on a Saturday morning and after a, a, a long work week and say, hey, you're going to get up at 6.30 and watch a soccer game. Uh, I would have told you you're crazy. Uh, but now that's where I was. I was sitting on the couch with my uh, little son, and we were – I mean, he was all into it too. Uh, he didn't know what was going on, obviously. He's a little over one, but he was just locked into the TV, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, we're, in, we're enjoying it a lot. So all of you out there, we didn't just d- do that whole thing about picking a team and just drop it. I've watched every game so far. 
David Luiz, he's doing great for uh, yeah. Arsenal too. <laughs> How about that guy? We were freaking out that he was gone. Uh, All right, on the podcast today, we are going to be getting into some more anything but Mavs mailbag questions. We're almost we're almost running low on them. We still we still have some in the in the uh, the wings waiting, but we're uh, we're running through some of the questions, and we'll we'll put out another tweet about it and uh, ask for some more questions soon. So think about uh, questions that you have. It's anything but the Mavericks. So. Yeah, if you haven't listened to this podcast in a couple of weeks or um I mean this is literally this is the dead time of the off season. We've been uh, kind of doing these themes every single uh day of the week to where we have a game pot on Fridays and what if Wednesdays and this different things and Mavs Monday. this this is a time a lot of people tweet at us uh these types of questions uh, during the season and sometimes we don't always get to them because we're obviously all about uh, the Mavs and, and there's actually things and, going on. Yes. There's crazy things going on. So we purposely wait till the off season to hit on some of these things, these off random topics uh, because yeah, a lot of you listen to this podcast and you're like, what are other things that y'all are into too? So we created this anything but Mavs mailbag for, Hey, all these questions you think of all the time, just throw them at us and then we'll answer them in this random podcast. And that's what today is. So Isaac, the first NBA question is from Christopher who Ooh, wins I'm ready. in a game of one-on-one to 21 ones and twos no make it take it Muggsy Bogues or Sean Bradley <laughs> didn't we tease this one last week we did and that's why I started okay. off with it okay um okay so we have the Muggsy Bogues we have first off these are two movie stars okay because <laughs> absolutely both starring, uh, I think one of them was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, they're they're both recovering talent recoverers. <laughs> uh, from Space Jam. So, uh, And then we have, obviously, Maverick great Sean Bradley. <sighs> but I'm sorry. I can't go with Sean Bradley. I'm going with Muggsy Bugs. Ooh, okay, so the big deal with this, and if you don't know who these guys are, uh, Muggsy Bugs, 5'3", the shortest player to ever play. Let's go. Uh, Sean Bradley, 7'6". Way up there. Yeah, I think it's 7'6". I think George Mirasan was 7'7". Seven, seven. Yeah, he's not the tallest player ever, but he, he's definitely a tall player. Very, very tall player. Like an insanely tall player. Three inches taller than Porzingis, which is just... Three inches taller yes. than Mejuri. Three inches taller than Boban. I mean... Boban. What are we talking about here? So... <sighs> Are we playing half court? I'm assuming we're playing half court. Because who's going to play one on one full court? <laughs> sure, half court. I think I would take Sean Bradley. Hmm. I think I would take Sean Bradley because of the reach. There's just so much reach there. Muggsy Bogues is going to get around him, but just Deshaun yeah. Bradley can just turn around and take like two steps. He can get beat and still block the shot if it's in a you know a closed space. And like, how much space is Muggsy Bogues really going to get off of him? I think he's going to get a lot. A lot. And then I think when Bradley tries to post him up, Muggsy's going to hold his ground. How much ground is he going to hold? I don't know. I'm going <laughs> with Muggsy. This question's super hard, and I debated on it way longer than I should have. And I really thought this through, but I'm going with Muggsy because of the speed. Yeah, and Sean Bradley wasn't really a scorer either, so. Yeah. Oh, well. I'm still taking Muggsy. I love Muggsy. It would just be awesome you- to see Muggsy just try to dunk on him just once. Do you remember Earl Boykin? Yes, of course. Uh, he was always like at the end of the draft. If you're doing a uh, like NBA Live or 2K, you yeah. did like a my team, and then you did a fantasy draft. He's always like at the end. I'm like, oh, I need a third point guard. Boom, Earl Boykin. Yeah, and he looks like a K 
kid out there. <laughs> He's so like five small. five. <laughs> if you're out there and you're shorter than these people, and we're making fun of them. Sorry. We're just talking about NBA terms. We're not talking about real life guys. Yeah, uh, we're both taller than both those guys. Sean Bradley by a lot. No, not Sean Bradley. <laughs> Earl Boyd, Muggsy, Muggsy, and Earl. Yes. Yeah. Guys, I'm I'm just letting you know, JJ Bray is not that much taller than these guys. I don't care what the uh, official roster at NBA.com Isaac, and all he's these people six say. Foot. Wasn't yeah. it at Dirk's uh, baseball game a couple years ago? He was listed at six one on the ro- on the roster. I think I remember that. Like, who did this? Who measured this? Guys, what are we doing here? We just keep like adding an inch. It's like in three years he'll be six four. <laughs> <laughs> Stand next to Westbrook and be like, no. <laughs> No. All right, let's take a, let's take an early break, and when we come back, let's discuss. We got a couple questions on the Lakers. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, dear God. I'm gonna bring them all together. We got we got three or four different questions on the Lakers, so I'm just gonna put them all together into one. And then the worst thing we've ever watched on Netflix. It's a question we got that I found really interesting. So we'll get to that after the break. All right, Isaac. Um, let's get this Lakers stuff out of the way first. So, Eric asks, where do the Lakers finish in the West and why? And then Jack asked, how happy or sad will Nick or Isaac be if the Lakers don't get to, uh, if they don't gel and defy the odds and not make the playoffs? So, he's asking, what are our feelings going to be when the Lakers, if the Lakers don't make the playoffs? Like, if everything just goes down the tube. So, I figured we just put these two together. I like how you followed Jack behind with ask. And it was just really funny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> keep going. Um, if okay, first off, let's just say if the Lakers didn't miss the playoffs, which is is a possibility, I'm going to throw that out there because I'll stop it, Nick. I wrote this. You're going to like reverse. You're pulling like a Bill Simmons at this point, like trying Josh to Eberle on thing. Hoop Mag did Hoop.com did a roundtable. He asked me to be part of it, and he asked, "What's a team that everyone has super high? What's a team that could fall apart and?" You know, miss expectations. I think the Lakers could be one of those teams. If everybody stays healthy, obviously, I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs. But I think that there's a chance that those guys could get injured. I think there's a chance. I mean, we've already yes. seen DeMarcus Cousins go down. Uh, I think there's a chance that you know some of those other guys, if some older guys on the team, Dwight Howard is back, Jared Dudley. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can you, can you remind me? Did you say Dwight, Dwight Howard? Is I back. didn't know Dwight Howard was on the team. I really think he asked for the number 69, and they said no. They gave him 39. Like, right, what's the closest Ooh. thing I can get to looking like 69? Okay, I mean, I don't have him as... Okay, okay well, first off, I, I don't have him as a uh, a top four seed. I mean, I, I've went over this. I've said this on this podcast before. I don't think they're top four seed. I think they'll land five five to six, somewhere through there. So if that's like not meeting expectations, okay, I'm sure. I mean, I guess it would be surprising to some, but... I think LeBron's going to rest some. I think he's going to set out some. And I just don't like the supporting roster around AD. That now, I think AD will have a monster season, but I just don't know if it's going to be enough. Um, but still, I yeah, I think they're a five or six seed. I still don't think they miss the playoffs, though. No, no, not if they stay healthy. I have them as number four now. Now that everything is settled, all the moves have been made, I think I have them at four. I think I have the, the Clippers, Nuggets, and Jazz as better regular season teams than the Lakers right now. Okay. And you can make an argument for a few other teams over them too. Like I think Houston, I like Houston over the Lakers. But and um, to to answer the question that Jack asked, um, I would be very upset. I would be despondent. I would be. I would actually 
maybe have a physical reaction to it. I'm just saying if, <laughs> if, they miss if the, the Mavericks make the playoffs and the Lakers, and the Lakers miss the playoffs, oh, man. you guys will get an all-time <laughs> podcast episode. You, I mean, you will not. It'll just be me crying this, in the corner. This will be a, I will roast Nick for eternity. I will make so many LeBron AD jokes, Dwight Howard. I mean, everything will be on the table at that point. So, who who's okay this is a real question which emotion would be higher or more expressive my happiness or your sadness your happiness would be way more expressive that's true way more. i would probably text you every single day and say something about it hey remember the lakers missed the playoffs hey remember hey what time what time's that lakers playoff game tip uh alexander asks what chore do you guys hate doing the most Oh gosh, um, probably need to ask my wife this. <laughs> okay, I, I think. Okay, go ahead. No, you can go. For me, it's putting away clothes. I'm fine doing laundry, but just putting the clothes away. I don't really have a good system for it right now. I have this dresser, and it has a broken drawer, and I'm like, I just don't really like it, and yeah. so I don't want to put my clothes away. I have my clothes in two separate rooms right now in our house. Oh, that's fun. It's just a whole mess. And so right now my system, <laughs> to be completely honest, I do the laundry. I have a, a pile of clothes that need to be put away. And then I just take the clothes out of the pile. I'm living like a college student. Is what I'm doing. I take the clothes out of the pile. I wear them. They go in the dirty clothes. Then I, eventually that pile will go down to nothing because everything will be in the dirty clothes. I'll wash them again. And hopefully this time I'll put them away. Speaking of clothes, this isn't like a, an actual chore, but this is this is a spot I've been in for years, and my wife gets upset with me about this. What do you do with like the in between clothes that that's not fully dirty, but they're not fully clean either? It's like, hey, I gotta run to Walmart real quick and get like a new box of like cinnamon toast crunch. But so you just like throw on a on a shirt, you go to Walmart, come back, and then you're like, hey, I'm done, I'm done with my shirt, blah blah blah. That's not dirty, but it's not like fully clean. So like I have this dresser in our bedroom to where like I'll put clothes on this dresser. Obviously they'll like pile up and then my wife's like, all right, well, what all's dirty? And I'm like, well, no, that's not dirty. She's like, well, what is it? It's not with like the clean clothes. I don't know what it is, but it's not dirty. So anyway, if you have a solution for that besides, hey, just put it back in the closet. Let me know that. Does the your chore. wife do your laundry? Uh, we... She does laundry for the most part. I'm I'm the dishes person. She's oh yeah yeah I do dishes yeah, too. I don't mind doing I, dishes. I do lots. Of uh, dishes. Okay, the chore I don't like. I never have liked it. Still don't like it. Making the bed. Oh yeah, kills me. I'm literally going to get in my bed in like the same day. I, why why do I need to make the bed if I'm going to like? No one's gonna see it. No one will see it. Barely Dude, even me. No one will see. I, I will barely ever see it during. The I'm day. like, hey, company's coming over. We're gonna like grill out. There's like another family's coming over and stuff. And hey, honey, have you made the bed? What? Why are we making a bed? They're not gonna see our bed. I'm going to sleep in my bed tonight. I don't. Under, why do I have to make the bed? Uh, I just. I hate making the bed. I'm with dusting. You. I'm not. I'm not there with dusting either. It needs to be done. I, that's different than like making the bed. Making the bed doesn't need to be done. Dusting needs to be done. It looks pretty nasty if you don't dust, but I just hate doing it. Anyway. Mm. <sighs> there you go. I'm glad you got that out of your off your chest. Fire eyes. My, my wife listens to this podcast, so she's oh. going to let me hear this tomorrow. She's gonna be like she's gonna, you're gonna like show up to breakfast. She's gonna be sitting there. 
like with the newspaper you're like where did you get a newspaper she's like sitting there she folds it up lays it on the counter and goes so you do you think you do some laundry huh <laughs> she's like so you say you do the dishes huh she Wasn't looks over at the sink the and the sink is just full of dishes like piled <laughs> so making the bed huh You told me you liked making the bed. Do you think Luca does any chores for his girlfriend? Do you think Luca does any chores? Okay. I don't know. Probably not. Luca's in a different tax bracket than us, my friend. <laughs> chores do not take place in that tax bracket. Also, currently, Luca only lives on a boat exclusively, so I don't think you have to do any chores on a boat except for, like, board the starboard and hoist the I've mainsail. I've never seen somebody be on a boat so much than Luca. <laughs> or at least document it. It's like any every other Instagram post it's is on a boat. Yes, is on a boat or it's some new workout picture. And oh man, I wish I would have documented all of them and did a on the on a I'm on a boat parody. Oh, that would yes. really good. You haven't did a parody in a while. Step. I know. I don't have time right now. Make a freaking video. You never make video. That is not even true at all. <laughs> all right. Um, What's the next question? Next question. How David asked this. How good are the media sure. dining room hot dogs? The the. <sighs> The famous hot dogs in the media dining room that got Nerland's Noel, I guess, in trouble. I guess mostly just media trouble. Um, how good are okay. they? It's a good. It's a fair question because they, they're now these famed hot dogs, and everyone talks about them. But we never talk about the hot dogs themselves. It's always about what they represented. A little inside info here. Back uh, what three or four years ago, it was just a common thing. So there's a meal before the game for media. You pay for that meal. All right. Um, at halftime, uh, certain media members pay for that meal. Certain media okay. members, they have just somehow been grandfathered into the system, and they always got a meal. And I look at them like, how How did you get a meal? And then when I go up to the counter and just try to act stupid, they're like, no, you can't. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> back yeah, and it, back a few years ago, halftime, you could go in and get the hot dog, popcorn, all that stuff for free. But then a few years ago, they started making it to where if you paid for your meal before the game, then you get a ticket and you bring that ticket back for the hot dog at halftime. So uh, me being the guy that uh, needs the uh, needs the cash, I don't really eat a ton at the games because I just don't spend the money on the meals and stuff. So I, don't, I haven't ate one of the hot dogs in a while. But when I did eat them, uh, they're pretty good. I mean, yeah, solid. I think when you're at a game and you're like working and you're like writing and all the stuff that you do is like media thing. I think everything just is better than what it actually is because then you just get really hungry. And it was free at that point. And it was free. Anything that's free is just a little bit better. It's for sure. For sure. Uh, and apparently the popcorn Steph Curry said was the best popcorn he's ever had at, at AAC. And, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. That's interesting. I guess that was his whole thing. Remember he did that, that ranking of the best popcorn in, in arenas. Yeah, I do remember that. So, um, okay, let's do another NBA question. Christopher asks, settle Twitter argument. You have to win a playoff series to save your life. Mm. Your life is on the line. Some kind of crazy diabolical fiend says, if this fabricated team does not win this playoff series, seven straight games, four out of seven games, you will die. God. Did he really say that? What? No. That would be the longest tweet ever. Oh. Um, he said, would you take Steph or Jason Kidd in his prime? Assume all other players are replacement level players. Ooh. 
Dang. All right, this you go tough. first on this one. This is a tough one. But I, I think that if he's my only good player and the rest of them are replacement level, mm-hmm. I think you can put together a decent defense with replacement level players. Yeah. You cannot put together a decent offense with replacement players. And I think Steph, you know, revolutionizes your offense in a way that I don't think Jason Kidd can. Jason Kidd was an incredible passer, playmaker. He's a really, really good defender. Uh, not a good scorer. Not a good shooter in his career. And I think I'd take the shooting. I think I'd take Steph. I think that's where I would go, too. I mean, obviously, uh, when you go with uh, Jason Kidd, you get a little bit more of the all-around game. Um rebounding yeah it's not more not a really big slight to Steph but yeah you get a little bit more a little bit more rebounding with kid Uh, just looking at career averages kid has you know a couple more rebounds couple more assists per game uh, than than Steph so you get a little bit more of the overall game a little bit more of a uh, this feels weird because like Steph is these things too but like a little bit more of like a floor general if you want to type if you want to say obviously Mavs fans are uh, we're partial to Jason Kidd. Uh, we we love Jason Kidd and what he brought to this team. Um, but I think I, I lean uh, with Nick on this one. If it's a if it's a series and you're saying, hey, you only have to pick one, and I think I think this also kind of depends on um, kind of the generation you're into to where. You know, if some of your listeners like I know uh, I know one guy that tweets at us a lot. He's 16 in high school. You probably you don't remember what Jason Kidd was like, you know when yeah, he you was prob- on. You may only know Jason Kidd from spilling that drink on the sideline <laughs> with the Nets, and maybe you don't even know that. And if you don't know that, then look up Jason Kidd's spill drink. It's the funniest. Can you, can you imagine knowing Jason Kidd as like, oh, that old Bucks coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the guy that almost that said that he developed Giannis and really didn't <laughs> ruin Jabari um, Parker's career. But like, yeah, if you're in that generation to where, you know, you're in that next kind of younger generation to where you don't remember Phoenix days or New Jersey days. And I'm not even using Dallas days at the beginning, but um, and Dallas days towards the end. But, you know, Jason Kidd was so athletic. If you if your picture of Jason Kidd in your mind is just what you had on that championship team in Dallas, you know, that was that was people forget about this and people throw this out there a lot when they're debating Dirk's, you know, all time teammates and the help that he had and all this stuff. And people like to throw this out a ton. And it's always a pet peeve of mine when they say, well, well, Dirk had Jason kid. Come on. I mean, he's a hall of famer. Okay. That's cool. When you look at it on paper, but Jason Kidd was also 37 years old. Like, come on. Like th- that is not <laughs> in your prime. Jason kid. You can't sit there and argue Dirk's help in that championship run with Jason Kidd just because he's a you know a Hall of Famer. Now, obviously Jason Kidd played a big role in that you know a team and playing point guard for that team, but still at 37. So if that's your only view of Jason Kidd, it's a landslide, and you say well, for sure it's Steph. I mean, come on, that's you're picturing this you know version of Jason Kidd, but and Kidd never so... won an MVP, and you know and Steph won two, so you're like, oh well, obviously, yes. And but like kid was so athletic, you know, at the beginning of his career. Uh, yeah, his shooting didn't come on until until later in his career, especially his three point shooting. Uh, but I mean, his his first three years in the league, he shot under forty percent from the field, thirty eight point seven percent from the field. Dang, that's bad. I mean, his rookie <laughs> season in Dallas, he shot twenty seven percent from three, 
And then, I mean, you look towards the end of his career, and the, these are in descending order, 35% from three, 35, 34, 42, uh, 40. I mean, you keep on going. Like, he obviously uh, put an emphasis in his outside shot towards the end of his career. But, yeah, going back to the question, I would take Steph. I think uh, what Steph brings you uh, scoring-wise, and Steph, um, he's not – a horrible defender uh, and he gets, you know, he gets the ball to people too. So yeah, I would take, uh, I would take Steph and that's having him series. Yeah. And you have to game plan for Steph Curry in a way that I don't think teams had to game plan for Jason Kidd or could even game plan for Jason Kidd. Like Jason Kidd's going to, you know, knife into the defense and he's going to get his passes out. But Steph Curry, you have to guard him from the logo from half court from maybe beyond half court. Like that just, that to me changes the dynamics of a court in a way that, you can take replacement level players and do something awesome with them. So yeah, that, that's the key. I don't. I wouldn't take Steph in every single situation. If you sat there and said, "Hey, these are the other four players in the starting lineup," yeah. which player would you take? There are scenarios in which I would take Jason Kidd for sure. But if you're just asking me, "Hey, seven game series, you can only pick one of these players, and I don't know what the other four players are," I'm taking Steph because Steph can kind of play all of those different type of roles for sure. Okay. uh, other question. David asks, magnets, how do they work? Oh, dear God. I don't freaking know. <laughs> I actually have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess go back to high, I guess we go back to high school and magnesium force in which you have positive energy and ne- negative and they attract and then they go together. One of them was a bad boy in high school. One of them was the good girl who did everything she was told. And then just one day she was like, Going over the other side of the tracks, she made that decision. Why would you tweet us this question? When Magnus, what, David, what kind of it, David sent us a bunch of different questions. Oh, was so, it okay? So I threw that one in there. Shout out to you, David. Thanks for thinking outside the box. And Magnus and have ma- worked ever since that day. Also, my kid is screaming in the background. If y'all can hear that, sorry, <laughs> I can't hear it. Good. Wait, should we listen? That was a good one. (laughs) I could hear that one. All right, last question. Patrick asked, and this is a great question. Patrick Starr? This is a great question. What is the worst thing that you've ever watched on Netflix? Oh, Lord. Okay, first off, Nick threw me this question before the podcast, and I I was, like, dumbfounded by it because, I'm like, if something's really bad, I just freaking turn it off. Yeah, and you forget about it. I I just forget about it forever. I'm like, it's horrible. It's not like a movie theater thing to where if it's like, what's the worst movie you've seen in a movie theater? You almost have to sit through all of that. Lady in the Water. You paid for it. (laughs) What a terrible movie. You have to set through that for the most part. At least you you paid for it, so you're like, oh man, I just got tough it, you know, tough this one out. But Netflix, I mean, if I'm like ten minutes in and it sucks, sorry, I'm going on I'm to out. the next thing. Uh, I'm out. So this one's a little hard for me, but I have three. I have three movies um, that I'll throw at you that some people actually like, and I just remember starting these movies and getting a uh, decent way through and I'm like this is horrible and I turn it off. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? You just set up your three movies. Go ahead. That's funny All because right. my three are TV shows, which is kind of weird. Oh, okay. Um Cloverfield. Sorry guys, hmm. I'm out. I'm out on any, uh, on a movie that you have to film through like your phone or like portable cameras. The experimental I, ones. Yeah, I I guess it's artsy and it's cool, but I'm out. All right. Take it, you know, somewhere else. You can watch it somewhere else. Um, John Carter. Oh, the one with Tim Riggins in it? Tim Riggins in it? (laughs) All out on. Isn't he like on another planet? 
Yes, another planet. He's trying so hard. I'm like, just go back to Texas high school football. And this one is, this one, okay, this one was a craze for a bit. Became a meme. People loved it, watched it. Bird box. Um, Dude, that's what it is. It's Bird Box. Nailed it, I guess. I was I was out on that. I, I got 15 minutes in this movie. I'm like, this is so stupid. Why am I watching this movie? And I turn it off. I'm like, I, I don't care about watching this movie. This is so dumb. And some people were all about that movie. Sorry. I don't think I watched it. See, good. So, right. uh, what are your three three shows besides Avatar? Avatar, the the movie, the the, the last Airbender movie. I is think it on it's there? on Netflix, and it is one of the worst things. It doesn't exist. It's just so bad that it just self-destructed as soon as it was done. See, that's what happens when you build a movie off the TV show. All right, so we talked about this show while I was watching it, and I ruined it for somebody, and I'm glad I ruined it because it was a terrible show. 13 oh Reasons Why, gosh. Season 2, terrible. Not, I'm not no going to watch Season 3. It was awful. I enjoyed Season 1. I thought that it was very profound. Okay. Season 2, I was Real out quick. If you're a new listener, back whenever this show came out, <laughs> I mean, what was it? I think it was last two years season, ago. Maybe, yeah, maybe the season before. Whenever the what whatever season was, Nick got on here and just nonchalantly just threw it out there. What happens in the show? <laughs> and I, I didn't watch it. I never have watched it. And we were just like kind of brushed it off, and we like joked about it a little bit. The next day, Nick got this DM. I mean. Some God, was real mad. Some great language um, <laughs> that we I could not repeat around kids. I hope uh, he's listening now because he threatened pissed. to never listen again. Yes, uh, he was so mad that Nick ruined this and they Nick didn't give any uh, spoiler alert. warning. It wasn't or worth a spoiler oh, alert, not at all. Uh, it was great. Anyway, not worth it. Uh, we Fun also moment. randomly turned on the Twilight Zone, like the '60s version hey, of it be careful with this okay like but this. we just went to a random episode i'm sure there are some okay. that are very good but there's this one that we watched and it's oh, this no. guy that can change his face and it Ooh, was mission impossible it was terrible it was terrible <laughs> like i could see the scaffolding above the set when they when they panned <laughs> like i could see oh, i could see like didn't have money i could like the set i could see like where the buildings ended <laughs> like where they weren't supposed to this guy was supposed to be able to change his face you know what was why it was bad got, it's he, because of the writers they didn't give it enough time to develop they only gave it a couple scenes he and got caught i just can't he got caught in a situation if 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 season eight of game of thrones was on netflix i would say that <laughs> worst thing i've <laughs> but he was supposed to be able to change his face and he gets caught in this he gets caught in this lie where he he looks I like love how you're describing the plot to this movie that's horrible or the show is horrible. But I have to explain why. I have to, I have to explain why it's horrible. It already sounds bad. So he he gets caught and this this guy this old guy on the street comes up to him. He's a, he's, a, he's this guy's wearing a different face and he goes, "I haven't seen you in you know twenty years. How dare you come back here?" And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "You're my son." And he's like, "Oh damn, <laughs> what am I doing?" And he runs away and the dude the old dude comes back out with a gun. And it's like chasing him down the street, and all he has to do is change his face, and he can't think of another face. And so the dude shoots him. <laughs> what an incredible show! <laughs> and that I would never watch. The worst thing I've ever seen on Netflix. I watched the entire season. I had to see how it ended, and uh, it was just not worth my time. But now my wife and I joke about it all the time. Uh-oh. My name is Danny Rand. I have trained in the <laughs> mountains of Conlon. I am the what immortal Iron Fist. Oh no, that looks horrible. The Iron Fist was so bad. It was so bad. Okay, 
I am the immortal Iron Fist. Are we ready for Disney Plus? Like, are yeah? How hyped are we for this? I feel like, I feel like I'm just paying into the the big, you know, big business like thing. I feel like I'm (laughs) feel like I'm just a pawn in their game, and I'm like, yep, take me along, drag me along for all I'm worth. I'll pay. I'm so I'm so ready for this. In like in a year, a year from now, we'll be looking back and be like, they raised the price to thirty bucks a month. And that's exactly what they're going to do. And everybody's going to be paying it. But I, yeah, my wife and I both, we watched the like D 23 expo thingy and oh, we're so excited. I'm so pumped to see. Yeah. It's just it's pretty soon. Awesome. We'll just have the Disney will be the only thing that controls all entertainment. They'll own the lockdown network. They'll own everything. They'll own the NBA NFL. They'll own the premier league. They'll own everything. We'll, we'll have a live read. Have you been to Star Wars before? <laughs> the Mandalorian is set to to air on November 12, 2019. Just any kind of money that ever goes to an entertainment thing will just go through Disney. It has to go through Disney's hands. Mickey Mouse has to get a penny every time somebody is entertained by something. That's what's going to happen down. eventually. I'm down. Except Spider-Man, apparently. Uh, sorry, Tom Holland. I am so. the Immortal Iron Fist. Get out of here. All right, I'm done. There you go. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. We'll be back tomorrow with a big what if. Oh, big fun what if tomorrow. I'm ready. Mm. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. Boom.